Hello and welcome to the ISIS podcast. My name is Elizabeth Stoner and I'll be talking today to our Turkey specialist, Aura Sabadus, on recent events in Turkey and how they affect the gas market, particularly following the um, downing of the Russian uh, fighter jet over Turkey at the end of November. Aura, Turkey's energy security is a highly debated topic particularly at the approach of winter when domestic consumption tends to spike and there are fears of supply cuts. This year the situation may be even more complex because of Turkey and Russia's dispute over the downing of the Russian fighter, allegedly for breaking Turkish airspace. We've also heard that Iran has reduced gas flows to Turkey this week, possibly because of record demand in their own country. Altogether, Russia and Iran cover more than half of Turkey's domestic gas needs. In this context, can you tell us what the current situation is and how exposed is Turkey to a gas crisis this winter? Do you think Russia is likely to cut off gas to Turkey? Hello, Liz. This is a very good question indeed. And of course, everyone in the Turkish market is watching with great interest any statements that come from Russia. However, the big surprise, of course, was Iran. Um, Nobody was expecting Iran to reduce the gas to Turkey. This happened on Tuesday. Gas flows have been reduced from a daily contractual level of 29 million cubic meters to, we hear, around 17 million cubic meters, possibly because of very cold weather in Iran. Uh, which has led to record demand in their own country and that meant that um, they had to retain the gas within their own system or possibly there were some issues with the pressure um, uh, at the interconnection point. But of course, as I said, the the biggest interest um, relates to Russia and whether Russia is going to cut the gas to Turkey. Russia um, has a contract for 30 billion cubic meters with Turkey per year. And of course, Russia covers 55% of Turkish demand. As you can imagine, if that gas is cut, of course, Turkey is left out literally in the cold. The vulnerability also lies in the fact that the uh, high consumption northwestern Marmara region of Turkey depends almost entirely on Russian gas. So if the gas through the so-called western line, the the pipeline that transits Ukraine and goes down to Turkey, so if the gas is cut or reduced, of course there are big problems. Of course there is uh, Russia and Turkey are in an, in a very tight interdependent relationship. Russia is aware of Turkey's vulnerabilities, but also Turkey uh, realizes that Russia cannot afford to lose a very good customer. And indeed Turkey is Russia's second largest market after Germany. So any any problems with the gas supply could affect obviously the long-term relationship and I do not think that Russia intends to spoil that relationship for the uh, for the future. Right. Does Turkey transit gas for Russia as well? Turkey transits a little bit of gas that comes from Iran and Azerbaijan. In fact, we do not know what the molecules are, uh, but the gas that transits Turkey ends up in Greece. Greece has a contract for, for a very small volume from Azerbaijan. But of course, if there are constraints in the system, then of course Turkey might decide to retain that gas and not transit it to, to Greece. So indirectly, the, the transit, the very small transit gas that ends up in Greece could be affected simply because Turkey needs the gas inside the system. 
I see, right. And um, the other Russian gas question, I think, is the planned Turkish stream pipeline. Mm -hmm. Um, Has this spat, the political spat, had an effect on the um, prospects? Yes, Yes. we we saw a statement by the energy minister, by the Russian energy minister, Alexander Novak, last week, saying that talks have been suspended on Turk stream. Of course, the, the Turks replied almost immediately, saying that it was, in fact, to them who suspended the talks so we don't know uh, who (laughs) came first so it's a little bit of a childish dispute even over this. Of course Turkstream has been marred from the beginning by very bitter acrimonious discussions over um, permits. We understand that the the construction permits for Turkstream, we understand that the Russians conditioned any price discounts for for the Turkish incumbent on Turkey granting some construction permits or indeed recognizing the construction permits that were given initially for South Stream to be given to be recognized for Turk Stream and of course ne- neither Russia nor Turkey confirmed this but sources close to discussions have told us that Turkey was not happy with with the idea of of giving an outright permission to this so throughout the year there has been, let's say, quiet dispute happening between Turkey and Russia in the background. And of course this culminated with the, uh, with the announcement that talks have been suspended and it came immediately after this political dispute. Okay, right. And the, um, the, the Russian contract with Turkey, is this an oil-indexed contract? Yes, Turkey imports its gas at oil-index prices, so all its contracts with suppliers, whether these are pipeline suppliers, Russia, Iran, Azerbaijan, or LNG suppliers, Algeria, Nigeria, they are all oil-indexed, or have traditionally included an oil-indexed um, Element. So, in fact, with the drop in oil prices, um, we could expect to see the Turkish gas price come down anyway. Of course, of course, this has come down, and um, of course, I imagine that the import price for the Botash um, contract has, of course, dropped. But the problem with that oil index element is that it's very unpredictable, and mm. Turkey cannot rely on on the guarantee that the at any point if in the future the price of oil will go up if it will if it goes up turkey will benefit from a discount so there is this element of um, unpredictability right okay so um what options do you think Turkey has in the short term? In the short term, I think n- not too many options, unfortunately. Of course, uh, Turkey could import some LNG, and in fact, we have seen a couple of cargoes coming in. Since the beginning of November, there are two spot cargoes heading to Turkey. One expected on the 16th of December, the other one on the 19th of December, possibly a few more. Of course, this is limited by the fact that Turkey has limited import capacity, so it can only import as much as the uh, the terminals uh, will allow. If any shortages in thermal production can be compensated with some hydro production and mm-hmm. I understand that hydro levels are pretty healthy for the time being but we don't know what's going to happen and if it's going to be very cold this winter then of course we might see some we might see some shortages we might see some some uh, reductions both in terms of gas supplies as well as electricity. Right okay. And what do you think the long-term implications are of the Russian 
Turkey political dispute for Turkey itself and for the region as, as a whole? Well, as I said, the Turk, Turk stream, of course, has been suspended um, as far as the Russians uh, are arguing. Turkey even says that, uh, that maybe they have been shelved entirely. We don't know. It's possible. I, I believe that the Turkey-Russia relationship is more or less a cyclical relationship. They go up, uh, they go through ups and downs and uh, it's a complex neighbourhood and, of course, you cannot remove one from the other. In the future, perhaps, Turkey will hopefully learn a lesson and will will try to bring some remedies in the sense that it will uh, look for greater independence, uh, maybe um, seek to boost its LNG uh, receiving capacities, so maybe build more terminals or even contemplate the possibility of bringing in some floating storage and regasification units. Of course, in order to do that, they need to change the law and it, it, can, it cannot happen overnight. These are even, even these are long-term investments. And economically, I think, again, that uh, Turkey and Russia are in a, in a very close uh, relationship um, and they cannot do one without the other. So hopefully this time next year the situation will, will improve. Okay, well, thank you very much, Arif, for your thoughts on that. So it looks as though, regarding gas, the Turkish-Russian relationship is very interdependent and so probably no change there though there may be some um, some problems in the wider economy from the Russian side regarding foodstuffs and so on. Anyway we'll see what happens in the future and let's hope this is resolved on the political side. That was our ISIS podcast on Turkey. Mm-hmm.